This is a, a poem that I call Look How They Treat Us. Look how they treat us. Whispers the innocent sister, her life barely missed her, then patience approached and he kissed her, loves like a transistor, feelings have features, innocent creatures distort what love teaches, trade scriptures for preachers, communion for leeches, earth's mountainous speakers bombard and boom beat us, on guard to defeat us, you hate us, you need us, you are us, you reek us, the martyrs and seekers sow questions and reap us, more grime than grim reapers, designer diseases have resolved to repeat us, you kill us, you eat us, you grow corn to feed us, you crowd us, you beat us, you crave us, you need us, you slaughter and bleed us, you tax us, harass us, pray and then eat us. You slay us and feed us from potus to penis. The aborted fetus, the corpses, the meat us. Make sausage of Jesus, the laws has to bleed us. We embody greed, lust, the wrong shepherds lead us. Look how they treat us. Music don't change the world. Been locked up for so long, my head spins around. What the? Did you forget your name? We got to fight the power of that beast. Music don't change the world. Only the audience can change the world. But a good songwriter can offer a different perspective. It's the last day today of our Summer 16 look at protest music. It's called People Get Ready. And today we're turning down the dial with one artist who sees himself more as a global voice than an American activist. Dark street, act I got a flashlight. Nike swoosh on bare feet with knees just crack pipe. The greatest love of all, watch me rise to watch before. Contemplating rent is late and ounces that I can't afford. Show my face. Saul Williams has a lot of titles. They include slam poet, musician, actor. But on his latest album, which is called Martyr Loser King, Williams assumes the role of a futurist. It's a conceptual multimedia album, and it centers around a hacker in the resource-rich country of Burundi. The story of a techno-anarchist computer hacker fighting for his freedom is a way in for Williams to talk about police brutality, the use of power, and the abuse of power in this information age. But Saul Williams told John Hockenberry that his political roots come from a much more traditional place. My dad was a pastor of a church in Newburgh, New York, and, and one of his good friends was Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger would come sing at my dad's church on a regular basis. At the time, I didn't even know who Pete Seeger was, and I'd sometimes get like a little bored, like, why is he yeah. letting this white guy sing these school songs again? <laughs> Artists like Odetta right. would stay at my house and sing at my father's church as well. So I just grew up inspired by, you know, from that stuff to Public Enemy. Like, I really couldn't imagine why anyone would want to engage in the arts in a different way, even though I love sci-fi and yeah, fantasy sure. and all of those things. But I could also see, you know, the social commentary that was living inside of those books and, and those writings. You know, it was it was obvious that there was something that Kurt Vonnegut wanted to say about, you know, our relationship to Haiti, you know, or something that Philip K. Dick or Octavia Butler wanted to say about American society or George Orwell, obviously. Like all that stuff, I always felt like, oh, yeah, we have to find a way to like to dig beneath the surface and then encountering poetry that just gave me all the keys right well before we talk about your new album and and uh, and listen to some of your poetry um you know odetta to be that close to odetta um i've always been a fan but never seen her live when she sings and when she sings like old standards and old yeah. uh, you know uh, down south yeah. blues tunes 
I mean, she rhythmically channels history. There's a, a quality of history that comes out, and then the protest part is on the top, is, on, is, is the last part of the message. Yeah, Odetta was a shaman. Run over a long time and they run home for a long time. You know, Odetta was a shaman. And so, yeah, she she conjured that that old time religion, that old, you know, that old energy, the spirit of of the songs that she would reinterpret and what have you. And uh, and you could feel that surge within you that would make you go, yeah, we have to stand up. We have to stand up. Odetta was a shaman, and so yeah, she she conjured that old time religion, that old yeah. you know that old energy, the spirit of the songs that she would reinterpret and what have you. And you could feel that surge within you that would make you go, yeah, we have to stand up. We have to stand up. And to me, like with my new album, my whole thing was just like. All I really want to do is share my biorhythm. Smile of the victor, child of the prisoner, statues of martyrs, hackers as artists. Shout out to Atlantis, first hand, second, second hand us. Martyr Luther King is, is a concept album that is centered around a hacker whose screen name is Martin Luther King who lives in a fictitious village in the country of Burundi, which is part of the region, the Great Lakes region, where, well, one of the things that is mined from those regions is cobalt or coltan. And coltan is the precious stone that's in all of our smartphones and laptops. It, mm-hmm. it circulates power through small um, circuitry boards. I started thinking about the actual distribution of power, the distribution of power like the distribution of wealth and, 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 and all of the layers between and the intersectional realities, the whistleblowers, the punishment that the, that's being doled out to the whistleblowers, the desire for greater and greater control versus net neutrality. Hacking the dietary sustenance, tradition versus health. The comfort compliance, hack into the rebellious gene, hack into doctrine, capitalism, relation of free labor and slavery, hack into the history of the bank, is beating the odds of Iraq, Iraq joining, joining the winning, winning team, hack into desperation and loneliness, the history of community in the marketplace, hack into land rights and ownership, hack into business law, proprietorship, hack into ambition and greed, hack into forms of government, systems of control, the relation to suffering and sufferance, hack into faith and morality, the treatment of one faith towards another, hack into masculinity, femininity, sexuality, what is taught what is felt what is learned what is shared that's a poem from the project that's called colton as cotton that's great stuff (laughs) do you do you um i mean do you worry that it gets pointy-headed and academic or is it something for audiences to stand up and engage and and march over i mean you've done occupy wall street you've done the whole well what i trust is the cycle is is our own cycle of interest poetry gets popular in this country about every 20 years You wouldn't have, like, the hippie movement of the 60s if it weren't for the beat poets of the 50s. You know, you think of, like, the Harlem Renaissance and all the great writers that came from the 30s and 40s that led up to the 50s. You think of the black arts movement in the 70s that led to the black power movement. And just these cycles of interest in peripheral arts going center. Was SLAM on that 20-year cycle? Yeah, SLAM was on that cycle. So you, you go from, what, 77 to 97. And suddenly you have the slam poetry movement opening the doors for a new generation to say, you know what? 
I want to write a poem. Like, I think the best way I can express everything that I'm feeling. And what are you feeling? You're feeling entitled to something. You're feeling like, why in the world is this stuff that's so obviously wrong still going on? Who's your audience right now? Who's your audience that you would aspire to mobilize if you had an arena, if you had a stage, if there was a place right now? The world stage. I'm sorry not to be more specific, but these realities are spread out across the globe. I've, you know, recently, my summer began with me visiting a refugee camp outside of Paris, um, where I met refugees from Syria to Sudan to uh, Afghanistan, Uzbekistan, Ethiopia, all telling me these crazy stories of how they had arrived in these, you know, in this tent city. We have the capacity to connect the dots between how we are disenfranchised here, how they are disenfranchised there. In fact, it's all related. And if we are smart enough to outsmart the powers that be, then we can really shift the times that we're living in. Saul Williams, thanks so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for talking to me. Saul Williams is a singer-songwriter, poet, and activist. His latest album, Martyr, Loser, King. It's out now. And you heard Saul Williams talking to John Hockenberry there. You can go to thetakeaway.org slash protest music to listen back to all of the artists we've heard from during this summer of 16. You got Annie DeFranco, Heems, Billy Bragg, a lot more, all part of our People Get Ready series, the protest music of this summer of 16. You can also follow me on Twitter during this election season. I'm at Todd Zwillick. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Takeaway.